was called in on a case all the way down in Texas, partially because they were concerned it might be something supernatural. It's pretty cool. So they've, they've put them on a plane and flew them all the way down there and put them up in a hotel. They've treated them really nicely. Once they got there, the sheriff explained, well, Ollie, there's a smuggling ring that goes through this part. And, uh, well, we've got most of it figured out, but this stretch here from South Padre up to San Antonio, we're stumped. I said, all right. See, they're moving out some high-value stuff. It's pretty big, not in terms of, you know, physical bigness, but in terms of dollar value of what they're moving. It's computers and electronics and things like that. I said, all right. I said, so, and sometimes they're moving actual money. Generally, they're bringing stuff. Shh. Generally, they're bringing stuff. In most cases, they're bringing in what we think are stolen goods in from all kinds of different places. And then they pack them up in San Antonio, bring them to Matamoros, and bring them across the border. We've got most of their path figured out. But this path, part of the path here, between these two cities, we can't figure it out. And we don't want to move until we understand the whole path. So, while well, we were hoping you might be able to help us out, I hear you got a lot of experience with this kind of thing. I said, yeah, tell me more about the really weird thing that you're seeing. I said, well, it's kind of like a, a flashing eye. You see, we tried setting up, you know, speed traps along the route, and we got nothing. And we tried setting out some cameras, like motion-activated cameras, and those, for the most part, got nothing. Except, once a night, we do get this, on some of the cameras anyway, this flashing eye. Lots of flashing eye. Yeah, this little burst of light, just for a second shouldn't be there. Otherwise, we don't see anything out of the ordinary, just a few cars here and there. It's not a very busy road between the two cities. So we think it might be a good place to, to stop them. But we can't figure out how they're doing it. We watch, this, we watch the roads during the day and nothing suspicious. And we watch the roads during the night and there's practically nothing at all. Except for that weird flashing eye. I said, why do you keep calling it a flashing eye? Said, oh, because that's kind of what it looks like. If you, if you freeze the frame right when it happens, it looks like a kind of like an eyeball. But, I mean, it's just... It shouldn't be. We'll see these on the same night on several cameras, and not all at the same time, like some strange craft wink it at our cameras as it heads between the two cities.
Oh, I said, all right, all right. Huh. So these are cameras, you said, and they're operating at night. What, how do they see at night? Oh, yeah, well, they're, uh, they're, they're near IR cameras, so it's black and white. I'll show you the tapes. It's black and white, but it can see in the infrared, and so it can see heat and things like that. And generally, cars pick up well. And then there's also a radar gun attached that uh, tells the camera to go. And um, so if it detects a big heat signature, it'll turn on. And if it, well, it's supposed to take a still when there's a big heat signature or when there's a fast moving car. The camera's on all the time. We just speed up the footage to watch it. And I said, all right, all right, I think I get it. So you've got some goods or money moving back and forth along this road. You're pretty sure this is the road they're taking, but you can't ever spot them. So that's right. I said, and how often are these shipments going by? So, oh, I'd say they're five days out of seven. Hey, quiet and still over there right now. Yeah, five out of seven days, I'd say. Okay, it's not a real solid schedule, you know, other than that about when they're going to take a day off, but... I said, all right, all right. Well, let me take a look at this camera footage, and um, I'll figure out what to do from there. So I watched the tapes, he watched them in fast forward, but he saw this flash, so he slowed it way down, and he slowed it way down. He really just got two or three, sometimes as much as four, frames of the video that had this flash in it, and I noticed that the flash goes It's just got to move forward across the frame, like it's not in the same spot. It's a little bit moving one side to the other, left to right, I mean. Over the course of the three frames, it's visible. It's bright. I had to think about that. There's something odd about that, but he couldn't quite put his finger on it. Well, I thought, all right, this is probably going to have to be a stakeout. So he went to the sheriff and said, said as much. All right, well, what do you need? I said, well, um, do you have night vision goggles that I can borrow? I said, oh, yeah, yeah, I've got some of those. And let's see, I guess a comfortable chair. I said, a comfortable chair? You're just going to sit there all night long? You're not going to, I don't know, camp out or something? said, no, I'm not really sure what we're looking for, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit there all night. I'm going to find some spot along the road that feels comfortable and safe, and I can see well, hear well, and I'm just going to sit there and see what I see, hear what I hear. And, all right, well, 
we'll get you some coffee and thermos and maybe some snacks. Do you, do you like barbecue? I said, no, I love barbecue. Do you have any, like, vegetarian barbecue, though? I mean, I don't eat all vegetarian, but mostly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. The um, place I'm thinking of does this mean jackfruit barbecue. It's good stuff. I, I eat it. I'm not vegetarian. It's just delicious. We'll get you some food. We'll get you some coffee. Is there anything else you need? Oh, and the night vision goggles. Yeah, we can get those for you. They're a little hard to wear all night long. Just warning you. I've had to do it. I've had to wear them for, like, three hours, and they start to wear on you. I said, yeah, I bet so, but I'm an octopus, so my head's kind of squishy. So, one, we'll see. We'll see if I can make it work. So I took all the supplies, and they dropped them off there in a spot that they thought would be good for visibility. And I set himself up in his chair, and he started to watch, and he started to listen. Now, a few cars came by here and there, just, you know, making some sort of normal-type travel. <laughs> but mostly it was just a whole lot of nothing. And hell. Oh, I heard this loud engine roar. But he didn't see anything. And the engine roar got louder. And I still couldn't see anything. So he put on his night vision goggles. And he looked. And there, off in the distance, not too far away now, he saw something pretty weird. He saw a little line of light spinning rapidly around a point that was moving down the road toward him. It spun fast and it was moving fast, but all I could still kind of make out what it was. I watched and the noise got louder and louder and louder. It sounded like an engine like a really big, powerful engine. And it was moving fast. As the noise got right by Ollie, it sounded like a race car going by. And it roared off into the distance. And I just thought, what the, on earth was that? He went the rest of the night, but... Didn't see anything else. Oh, and when the noise was going by, I was trying to look at the road and see what he could see, see what was coming. He was looking at this swirling thing, this swirling light. And he, he got the eyeball effect, even on the goggles. But what's more is he could see a little better. He could see that there was a little can going by about the size of a can of baked beans. That was about all I could tell. The laser was coming out of this can of black beans. It was about, oh, I don't know, five, six feet in the air. And that can of black beans was moving quickly down the road. It wasn't literally a can. I couldn't tell what it was. So he sat down and he thought about it. And in the morning, he called a friend of his who was a physicist, worked with optics. He said, Johnny, I've got this puzzle I'm working on. They told Johnny all about it. Now, Johnny worked nearby at the University of Texas, Austin, which is a not too bad of a drive away. But he didn't have to drive. So he said, well, Ollie, I think what you're looking at, both with your swirling light and with your eyeball pattern on the IR 
cameras. So I think you've got a laser. That sounds to me like a laser range detection system, a LIDAR. I said, oh, I've heard of those. They use those on like self-driving cars, right? I said, yeah, yeah, they do. It's, they use them for all sorts of car, you know, driving and lane assistance and things like that. I said, but why would I see that if I didn't also see a car? Well, that, that I don't know. Good luck, Ollie. Call me if there's anything I can do to help. So Ollie said, and he thought, and he called up the sheriff he was working with and told him about it. And the sheriff said, well, if I might suppose, I have an idea. He said, you heard the noise. It sounded like a car engine noise, but you didn't see anything. I said, yeah. I said, well, I might have a solution for that problem. So the next night, they met Ollie out there. The sheriff brought Ollie, but somebody else met him in the same spot with a big truck on that truck. Those looked like very bright floodlights. And they explained, all right, Ollie, this is going to be run up on batteries, so when you're ready to turn it on, you're just going to hit this button, just pound it right in. The light will turn on, bright as day. I said, but, oh, you mean when I think the noise is really close, I turn on the lights so then I can see what's going on. Exactly. I said, all right. So now he sat, and he waited, and about the same time of day, the roaring started to come again. It's loud. This time coming from the other direction. So I repositioned the light. And as it got close, as it got so all I thought he might almost miss it, he pounded on the button, and the lights came on, and there, racing by at top speed, was a car, and all black, except it wasn't top speed anymore, because something about turning that light threw the driver off bad. It hit the brakes. And he swerved, and he swabbled back and forth, and smashed into a sign at high speed. I left the lights on and went running over to make sure that the person wasn't hurt. I pulled the door open. It was a little bit hard to pull, but he got it open, and he looked, and there was this guy. And he looked okay. He's been wearing a seatbelt. Airbags didn't go, but... Sir, are you okay? I said, ah, yeah, I'm all right. Not injured anyway, but I just wrecked my big fancy car. I said, yeah, what is this thing? I said, it's a McLaren. Oh, I do feel a little bit wobbly. We should probably call an ambulance. I said, yeah, yeah, I, I, I called one before I came over. So why, why are you driving such a fancy car down the road, and why aren't your headlights on? But oh well. Uh, I don't feel like I should answer that question without a lawyer present. I said I'm not a cop. But nonetheless, well, the ambulance got there and took the guy to the nearest hospital just to check him out. And the detective and the other police officer got there a little bit later. And as soon as the detective saw the car, 
He put his hand on his forehead with a smack. He said, oh, you're kidding me. That's nuts. That's like something out of a cartoon. Well, I said, what? I don't, I don't really understand what's going on here with this car. It looks weird, but I can't put my finger on why. I'm not much of a car guy. I said, this, this is a really high-end sports car. This thing goes fast. So fast, a radar gun wouldn't even necessarily pick it up. Be on there for too short of a time. We look up top. I looked up top, and there was this, there was that big bean can-sized thing. I said, yeah, what is that? That is a laser range detection system. I said, oh. And look, it's got the whole thing painted a matte black. I bet if you shine a laser pointer at that, you wouldn't even see it. I bet it's radar absorbing, light absorbing. Yep, he's got the headlines. Yep, he's got a kit on here. Look, I pointed at the kit. The headlights tuck away when they're not being used. So, this guy, I bet if we search the car right now, we're going to find night vision goggles. So they looked in the car. It was a little bit banged up. But all I did find, find night vision goggles, and there was a, dis, a camera, like a display. It seemed to be showing the uh, the map that the LiDAR was making. I said, I still don't quite get it. I said, he's probably, he's what he's doing. Is he's turning all his lights off, his radar absorbing paint, and he's just booking it. Pedal the metal, driving as fast as he can between the two cities, figuring that his car is too fast to be picked up properly by our cameras, sensors, and radar guns, and well... He was right. He's been evading us for months. But now, he wasn't quick enough for Ollie the octopus. That was the case of Ollie and the flashing eye.